This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, July 7th, 2008. I'm Caleb Brown. In this weak economy, state budgeters are feeling the squeeze, but the panic over a lack of revenue is misplaced. So says Chris Edwards, director of tax policy studies at the Cato Institute. He suggests that state budgeters shouldn't feel that they're any different than the average family that has to do some actual belt tightening in tough economic times. Well, when the economy slows, both the federal and state and local governments, obviously their revenues slow to an extent. Uh, It's no big deal for the federal government because it can run large budget deficits. At the state level, uh, just about every state is required legally to balance their budget every year. And so states um, properly are required to make uh, trade-offs uh, every year to balance their budget, and that's, uh, that's not a bad thing. Uh, unfortunately, when the economy slows and, and state and local revenues stagnate a little bit, uh, the mainstream media, the New York Times, the Washington Post, uh, have these uh, stories that make it sound like a horrible, bloody slaughter at, uh, in, uh, in the state uh, government budgets, and uh, they make it sound like it's a, a painful, slashing, uh, terrible situation. Uh, frankly, it's, you know, when the economy slows and families have to restrain their own budgets, it's not a bad thing that state and local governments have to re- restrain their budgets and tighten their belts a bit. Now, in a world where state uh, budget directors have to um, match spending with dollars, they can't run deficits, but they do borrow money year over year, right? Well, that's right. I mean, state revenues, despite what some of the media says, state revenues aren't um, being cut or slashed. Uh, uh, For example, while it's true that uh, housing values are down across the country, and and thus that would uh, seem to impact uh, local property tax revenues, there is sort of a delayed effect. So the latest data from the uh, Bureau of Economic Analysis and Department of Commerce shows that property tax revenues are actually up uh, 2% uh, first quarter in 2008 over first quarter 2007. So uh, revenues have slowed from the rapid pace of 8 and 9% uh, during the boom from about 2004 through 2007. Uh, so, so growth has slowed, but, uh, you know, frankly, state and local governments are, are, uh, are doing okay. Uh, and, you know, these newspaper headlines, of course, always miss the, uh, the fact that the states' are, governments are different entities than families who live in the states. Families who live in the states also have to, uh, to tighten their uh, belts during slowdowns. How dependable, though, generally speaking, are the revenues of uh, state governments? Well, they're, they're every bit as dependable as federal revenues, in fact, more because the largest state tax is the sales tax. And the sales tax is a pretty consistent revenue generator uh, for the state uh, governments. Um, and, and property tax revenues often do very well during recessions, such as the recession during 2000-2001. Housing values were rising, so actually local governments did very well through that, uh, through that recession. Uh, what is the what's the long term issue for for states spending? I know the debt is is larger. Uh, the debt loads that states are carrying is larger than ever before. That, that's right. The real crisis in state budgets is not these short term corrections. It's the long term uh, high spending and high debt policies that most of the states have undertaken. 
For example, just this decade, total state bond debt has soared from $1.2 trillion to $2.2 trillion just in eight years. That's a sharply different situation. And during the 1990s, the states were actually responsible and reduced their debt burdens. Uh, but this decade's uh, debt burdens are soaring. And states such as California are even issuing um, huge amounts of bonds just to cover short-term um, shortfalls in their budgets, which is a real budget no-no. And there's, there's also a problem of uh, unfunded obligations in the states. Uh, state governments have uh, uh, large underfunding problems in their pension plans, uh, and they've uh, promised all these retiree uh, benefits, health benefits, to 16 million state and local workers. Often these have been completely unfunded. So to give you an example... A state worker uh, might retire at, say, 55 years old, and he'll get uh, full health coverage for 10 years before federal Medicare kicks in. That will all be paid for by state uh, state taxpayers. And, and all these retiree costs uh, for state uh, workers who are baby boomers, and there's going to be a big chunk of that uh, group retiring soon, all these costs are, have been generally completely uncovered. So there is a going to be a big budget crunch down the road in the next few years as all these state and local workers start retiring and uh, getting these pension health benefits that are unfunded. Chris Edwards is Director of Tax Policy Studies at the Cato Institute and co-author of the forthcoming book, Global Flat Tax Revolution. Full event videos are available at Cato.org.